This is the Power Trip on the Fan. Certainly not. We're back, neither live nor local, on the Bets and Quotes podcast, on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. John Bonus may have dressed up as a furry and banged five dudes last night. He may have. have. Did you? Maybe. See, exactly. But I can't (laughs) prove that. No, you can't. But you may have. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast, a podcast for the rubes, by the rubes, talking all things power trip. Bets and Quotes is hosted by Chuck, better known as Power Trip Bets. Why I love Chuck is that's exactly how I felt about the show, but I couldn't articulate it the way that he did. And Dave, the one and only Power Trip Quotes. Guy, he's going to get in there and just try to maul you. They were going to get an apartment together and see how things went, but settled on a podcast instead. Our legal disclaimer is simply that Lawyer Lambert probably likes us better than you, so good luck suing us. We hope you enjoy this episode, but if not, feel free to play Jax on 494. Well, it's going to be a really short show this week, but Dave, uh, if we've all listened to the Power Trip long enough to know that uh, short things are not necessarily new things to the Power Trip. No, it's not. Uh, maybe we could call this uh, the a hockey or a, or a meat sauce. <laughs> meat sauce! I love it. Meat sauce! I love that. Yeah, so uh, a little bit a uh, little bit different schedule this week. Uh, I got some personal stuff going on, so I'm actually heading back up to Minnesota for the second time in two weeks. Um, not as fun circumstances, but um, it's all right. We will uh, we'll get through it and everything. Uh, we are going to do a bets update tonight. We're going to do a quotes of the week. We're going to do your thoughts. We're going to talk about the Charge Challenge 2021. And we got our locks of the week after my hot 38 and a half point loss last week on the Packers. Uh, let's see if Oopsie. I can totally redeem myself this week. Um, I'm not exactly sure when this episode is going to drop. So, Dave, I'm just going to do the Lou Cove twin score update like this. Uh, the twins lost to the Yankees. I think no that way. Should, I think that should cover us regardless of what oh. day it drops. <laughs> I should say for the Twins update, I, uh, breaking news, I went to my first Twins game in the last two years. Oh, nice. Friday nice. night. Yeah, how was it? It was fun. I, uh, we sat in the fr- the second row in left field, and tickets were like eight bucks. It's kind of like Monster Jam. Back in the day, <laughs> the commercials, the tickets were just Ticket. ten bucks. <laughs> um, tickets were just under ten bucks. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a great time. Fun, yeah. That basically, like, I used to sit in left field at the Metrodome when Dan Gladden was patrolling the grounds, and we used to sit out there for seven bucks a game. So apparently, tickets have mm. only gone up one American dollar in about thirty years. So that's uh, inflation is crazy, <laughs> crazy the man. The drug. That's cool. I still I've not been to Target Field. That's one of those things. It's just it's always on the list of things to do, and then just stuff gets busy, and we never make it out there. But I am gonna go to the the Twins are in, at the Royals for the last homestand of the year for Kansas City. So I am gonna see the Twins one more time this year. So fun stuff. All right. Well, uh, let's get rolling with everything then, since uh, we've already established that the Twins lost to the Yankees, regardless of which day this drops. Uh, so let's get started with a bets update. Partridge, Partridge, Partridge. 
Okay, well, not a ton of new bets considering the new football season kicked off. And this was one of the things I was a little bit worried about because we're out of golf major season. And um, I'm not giving them a bet every Friday during charge season. So uh, it's up to them to like get some bets down because we still have not yet hit 50,000, even though we're well on a pace to exceed it. Uh, they're still not there, so we kind of got to get there. So I'm hoping they uh, they pick it up a little bit. Uh, I can't believe nobody bet on the Viking game at all. Like, <laughs> the game just came and went, and nobody had any grease on the over-under, on the line, anything on it. So that was that was a tad disappointing. Uh, the two bets that we did get this week were uh, the standard college bets. So uh, Konzemius had Iowa State because there were going to be 300,000 people in Ames, and somehow that was the reason (laughs) Iowa State was going to win. You and I were both heavy on Iowa, and uh, so was Ben Lieber, and that was an easy, easy win for Ben Lieber. Yeah, I feel like there's been a couple of bets this year, either with college football or like the NFL already, that I'm like, it almost feels too good. And you're like, you, you think, you know, you build it up so big in your head that, you know, it crashes falling down on you. So far, there's been like four or five bets. And one of them was uh, the Ravens that's playing right now um, mm-hmm. that I felt very, very good on. And I'm glad that I took them because uh, they have been paying well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're in, you know, it's uh, NFL season, so of course I'm already struggling with my bets. But yeah, you're right. There's there's been a few. I should limit myself. I think you know, limit myself to like two or three. Although after my lock of the week last week, maybe I should extend myself a little bit. Never hurts to extend yourself, right? Never, never. <laughs> well, the other college bet that we had was, uh, of course, Tommy took the Gophers minus 20 versus Miami of Ohio, and Miami of Ohio nearly won the game. So uh, easy, easy win for Meat Sauce. He takes home 100, and the Gophers fall to 0-1-1 versus the spread. I, I, I was actually on the Gophers for this game. I thought they'd bounce back. Yeah, I, I didn't even watch the game. I was golfing, but uh, yeah, yikes. It's yikes season already for the Gophers. I know they still got some some non-conference games and they still technically won but uh yeah i don't know we gotta we gotta start thinking about you know qualifying for a bowl at this point yeah that uh that over under seven wins is going to be interesting for uh for the tommy and sauce but my guess is that they're going to probably land exactly on seven and it's going to be a push because uh yeah I, I'm, I'm not convinced this gover team is super special but may, you know maybe we'll find out maybe they'll go into colorado and thump them i thought it was really interesting that they opened up as three-point favorites at colorado and within an hour, that line had swung all the way around to Colorado being three-point favorites. So, yeah, those, yeah. Col- those college lines move in a hurry. And it's like, uh, unfortunately, the uh, the casinos that open up those lines are not ones that I have access to. And um, it's unfortunate because there's been a few times where I've looked at a line where I'm like, wow, uh, holy cow. And I'm wanting to get money down. And sure enough, uh, the money comes flooding in and the line moves quite a bit quickly. So, but, yeah, we'll see what they can do. They are three-point dogs in Colorado, so uh, we'll see if they can get it done. Uh, the only other bet I wanted to touch on, because there weren't any other new bets or anything that came to fruition, um, is the head coach, uh, first head coach to be fired bet. Uh, after one, what I, This is the reason I love this bet, because this is going to be like one of those week-by-week, how does the drama play out, and things you know change quickly in the NFL. Um, after one week, I would say that... Uh, Matt Nagy's seat is uh, getting a little bit warmer. Mike McCarthy's seat is getting a little bit warmer. Good news for me. 
And Mike Zimmer's seat is getting very warm uh, here in mm. Minnesota. So uh, three of the five coaches lose right off the bat. I think Zimmer's seat is getting hot simply because if you look at the schedule, it don't look good for the for the Vikings there. So, um, yeah, it's going to – I don't know. I, I, I don't know if they would fire him early on or not, but if you're 0-4 – I mean, because in my in my opinion, if Zimmer doesn't make the playoffs this year, he's a hundred percent fired. And you know, even if he does, he might have to go a little ways and stuff too. So, if you're zero and four, and the chances are you're not going to make the playoffs, do you not just pull the plug at that point? But then again, Spielman might not want to do that because Zimmer's his guy, and Spielman probably knows that he's going to go right along with him. So maybe he just stays loyal, and they both get canned at the end of the year. I don't know your thoughts. Yeah, that's the exact scenario for uh, for Matt Nagy as well, as he's tied to uh, – him and Pace are tied together in Chicago. I don't see – and there's kind of the rookie quarterback influence there. Um, I, I don't think – I think Matt Nagy should be fired oh, and fired should first. Be. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't think he will be. I think if the GM and the ownership fire Nagy – they're basically firing themselves at the end of the year. So right. I think that's going to be end of the year. And I think Zimmer and Spielman, uh, if it doesn't start turning around, I think both of them will be canned at the end of the year. I don't think the Wolves uh, seem, you know, they've kind of, they're from New York, but they've they've been passive like Minnesotans here as they're an ownership pre- group. So I don't think they would do it until after the season either. The Wolves have proven to be very loyal, uh, whether you like that or not. That's um, they have been very loyal. So yeah, I that's why I tend to think that um, yeah, if or if Zimmer, if Zimmer happens, it would be like right at the end of the year. I think I don't know. It's it's hard to say because maybe they do get fed up and um they don't like some of what they're saying i don't know it's gonna be uh it's it's definitely gonna be interesting if the vikings are at zero and four i think there's gonna be a whole lot of uh, of speculation going on so and it could happen because i think there'll be dogs the next three games so we'll see what goes on there all right well that will do it for the bets update let's do those quotes and now it's time for the quotes of the week I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the than the Gophers. Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. <laughs> bang and lung darts, whale. All right, friends, it is time to get to the quotes of the week, and now we only had four four days to qualify here, uh, but we found three very good ones. So we will start at number three with Corey Cove. I know you watch my movies. favorite That's fine. my all-time favorite movie is a league of their own nothing wrong with that i'll watch over and over like dirty dancing those mm-hmm. kind of um oh, it's hard to beat swayze yeah Z- zach's <laughs> tried oh mail time mail time yeah uh m-a-l-e come on it's swayze we all would I know, I know. I, I can't blame him. But I uh, just thought that was pretty good. And he got the um, bonus of the Parrish laugh, so. Yeah, Parrish is uh, slowly becoming the new uh, John Bonus here with his laugh. Oh, yeah. He, he has these, you know, wild laugh attacks that 
add some retweets and likes to some of these quotes. So uh, maybe maybe the parish effect will be very evident once I start clipping this audio for the uh, the quote of the year tournament. I mean, I, I would say the, the bonus is still the gold medal and Brienne's still the silver medal, but Parrish has easily worked himself into the bronze medal place on the podium. Yes, yes, uh, another great power trip laugh. Well, there's going to be more laughing required here as we go to number two with John Creasel. Until 1915, it was illegal to, it was legal, excuse me, it was legal to mail a baby yeah, through there you go. the uh, U.S. Wow. Postal What's Service. Wrong? What's wrong with people? Uh, What's wrong with Mark? I don't know. Who's mailing children? It's, I, 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 <laughs> My dad. I have oh, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is so good. God, I love when Creasel talks about his dad. Cause his dad sounds like one of the greasiest people on the face of the earth, and I love it. Oh, you know it. Yeah, he was a uh, head deep fryer at uh at Greece in Greece Town. Um, <laughs> I love the story about the uh, the little birthday party and stuff, and how he just shows up and peed outside the Burger King and leaves without saying goodbye. And oh yeah, just uh, uh, endless material there for Crease. Yeah, so good. Holds no punches. Um, well, the only one that could beat the crease this week is Corey Cove. And the tooth, it, only like the front part of it kind of collapsed at first. So it, was, so it was just kind of hanging there, and I couldn't quite just yank it out, so I had to keep eating with uh, loose. Uh, sometimes you got to yank it out, man. Can I yeah, say something? Yeah, you got to pull it out. You got sometimes you do. Can I say something that Doug Woog never said? <laughs> what? You look like a hockey player. Oh, oh brilliant. Oh, man. That is good. <laughs> Yet another. Uh, <laughs> Parrish just did not have a good relationship with Minnesota head coaches. That's uh, that's all there is to it. So, <laughs> Well, he had a pretty good one with Craig Dahl. That's true. This is true. This is true. I, yes, I, I will give you that. But uh, <laughs> yes, Wooger and Lemaire <laughs> didn't quite work out for him. <laughs> Oh, that was really uh, that whole day with him losing the two. That was so freaking hysterical. And the first picture I saw that Zach tweeted out was just like I it, it made me laugh so hard. Oh yeah, yeah. I posted the the edit with the the cartoon effect, and then I added the mind the gap thing from <laughs> um, from the whatever train or light rail or whatever over the in, tube over in over England, 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 town, England London tube. town. Yes. Yes. Mind the gap. Print the t-shirts. <laughs> That would have been a good State Fair t-shirt, absolutely. It would have. And that'll do it for the Quotes of the Week. It's time for the weekly segment of Your Thoughts. Copyright Dark Star. All right, well, uh, this week in Your Thoughts, we are going to talk about the Charge Challenge 2021. Uh, punishment was revealed on Friday morning, and of course they did week one on uh, selections on Friday morning as well. Uh, Dave, you actually wanted to do a reaction, a live reaction to the uh, punishment, but uh, I decided to uh, to hold off till our next episode, and actually worked out really good because we're recording this just right after the uh, the first week of the church challenge, which is always always fun to speculate upon. So the punishment is that the loser has to walk 50 miles dressed as Forrest Gump, um, something from uh, Forrest Gump, uh, the movie. And uh, they, they're they kind of a little bit vague on this, and I, I'd be curious on your speculation, Dave, but basically they cannot leave. Uh, it sounds like they're going to do a live broadcast, and they cannot leave wherever the live broadcast is, because presumably it has a hotel, 
until they walk the full 50 miles. So they could be there two days, three days, four days, however long it takes them to walk it. They're not allowed to leave. Now, my guess is uh, the first two things that came to my mind were either a casino with a hotel attached to it or like MOA with uh, with a hotel attached to it where mm. they'd be able to, you know, walk around the property or, you know, walk quite a ways uh, while still staying, you know, on the property or whatever. But Dave, your thoughts on the charge challenge punishment of walking 50 miles dressed as Forrest Gump. Well, I absolutely love it. And I've been calling for this for a year for a physical challenge. Now, obviously, you know, the, the fly in the ointment uh, would be Creasel, uh, just because, uh, you know, breaking news, he doesn't have legs. What? Um, yeah, you didn't hear? What happened? They, they haven't started growing back yet, but, uh, you know, maybe if he if he puts never mind i'm not going to make that joke um <laughs> let him make yeah it. uh no i've always been asking for a physical challenge i always thought it'd be cool if they just did a marathon just because it's a a gold standard distance now you could walk it uh you could run part of it uh but you would have to like complete a marathon i've always thought that that was pretty cool like obviously hawk has competed and done marathons and and all this stuff and uh but I just think it'd be cool. I mean, even at his age, like it would still be a pain in the ass. Like you'd have to like somewhat train or, I mean, still walking 26.2 miles is still, you know, I would say is as good as 50 miles. I feel like 50 miles is a little excessive <laughs> to be completely honest. Um, plus if it was a marathon, you could have like the whole, um, you know, the, the crowd being on the side and there's, you know, it's a big race day. It's a big event already. You know, say if it's like grandma's marathon, like you have to complete grandma's marathon. Um, I feel like that might have been even better, but um, whatever. If they want to, <laughs> if they want to add on 23.8 extra miles, uh, that's all fine with me. Yeah, that is a long, long ways. Uh, you know, just uh, I, I go for I try to I try to do some walking every day. And um, on the weekends, I will typically do about a four and a half mile walk. And it takes me about an hour ish or so. Uh, you know, not uh, not a super quick pace, but not super slow either. And uh, yeah, you know, after four and a half miles, uh, my feet are like, yeah, let's uh, let's take a break here. So uh, and I, that would be 10 of those. Uh, so. I I don't know. I I think it's a pretty stiff punishment as well. Uh you know, dressing as Forrest Gump, you know, that's like whatever. It'll it'll be funny and it'll be uh it's it's a great add to it. I don't think it really makes the punishment any worse per se. Um I you know, if it were me, I would probably I would probably go in with a plan of like dividing it up over like 3 days. I would probably spend like two nights there, work it in over 3 days or something. Um, I think the worst thing you can do if you're the loser is go into it without a plan where you're just like, well, I'm just going to start walking because uh, if you get, <laughs> if you get, but like, that's what Forrest did. I know, I know. And that would be like the worst thing to do. <laughs> so uh, for these guys, but we'll see, um, you know, obviously uh, Chris hockey is going to be one of the walkers. The big question is, does the ghost catch enough people to, uh, to have any companions? And I really hope that if they do do the companion thing, that like they don't walk together. Like I think it'd be even funnier if like you know yeah. everybody everybody had to like walk by themselves dressed as Forrest. But uh, yeah, yeah, they kind of dismissed that idea right away. Everyone yep. was like, no, no, I want to walk by myself. 
Yep. So uh, <laughs> I think uh... I, I so so now there's a new element to this because Zach is now partnering with Creasel. Right. So Creasel's going to make the picks when he's in studio and he's out. Zach is going to make the pick. But I thought of this. What if now the the 50 miles is very easily dividable and everything. But what if um, if Zach walks for every one mile that Zach walks with Creasel on his back doing like a piggyback, mm-hmm. I feel like that should take off 10 miles. 10 miles? Wow. I, well, yeah. Maybe maybe five. Yeah. I mean, it's negotiable. Yeah, they, they could negotiate that. I, it would be – yeah, that would <laughs> – it would be it would be it'd be good for digital 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 that's for sure and uh the other thing i had too was you know you could put i don't know where we're at maybe you should clarify this because i think it's gotten a little greasy um but with buyouts there should be like a set dollar amount like what do you think if you were to negotiate out of at least part of this bet what would you place the dollar amount per mile is it like a is a hundred dollars too much too little a hundred dollars a mile i think is too much i'd probably go 50 bucks a mile so you'd have to buy out at okay. 2500 and then divide that up by however many people buy out and whatever but i'm hoping it doesn't come to that because um you know it, and it's funny too because i see this all the time on twitter where people are like you know oh they'll just buy their way out blah blah you know keep in mind that we've done the charts challenge for i think this is year nine if my math and you're no year 10 i think this is year 10 of the charts challenge yep. And uh, there have been two buyouts in 10 years. You had Meat Sauce that bought out of the pirate bit because he didn't want to get his ear pierced. And that was, I think that that was the only reason. I mean, Meat Sauce would have done the whole thing if it wasn't for having to pierce his ear, you know? Um, So he bought out of that. And Corey bought out two months early of the haircut bit because he had to get a family photo taken. I mean, those are literally the only two buyouts. And even the year that Meat Sauce bought out, Hawk and AJ still did the punishment. And Corey did like 83% of the punishment. So, you know, I I think people way over bitch about that and complain about it. Like, oh, my God, what about the buyout, buyout, buyout? And I'm like, you know, it's way overblown. And um, so, yeah, and hopefully (laughs) with this being a pretty extreme punishment, uh, hopefully everybody's asking price would be really, really high. But, yeah, if you're asking me, I would say 50 bucks a mile is a fair buyout where, you know, okay, I'll do 20 and buy out at, you know, buy out 30 miles for 1500 bucks or something. Right. Well, certainly someone who is willing to buy out for $50 a mile would buy out for $60 a mile. <laughs> You're a good negotiator, you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love this element. I always think that there should be like a weekly punishment for the lowest on the totem pole. I've talked to you and I think on this podcast about it as well, but I always thought, you know, it's, you know, a radio show, you know, Sash shows up in a Lululemon uh, hoodie and sweatpants or shorts every day and, you know, what if on the Friday, the Friday of the week after you lose, you have to wear like a suit, like a full suit or a tuxedo or something like that. Like you have to like do your hair and like wake up extra early and like wear a suit and tie. Like I, I just feel like there should be – it kind of goes back to when they did the Bean Boozled thing. Like the loser of the week had to do one of the uh, – eat one of the the jelly beans or whatever. I, I always – I thought that that was kind of cool to make it a weekly thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I do. And they, they, you know, they had talked about like the the person who loses the chart challenge will have to like they should walk during like the eight. They should start the walk during the eight o'clock hour 
um, of the thing. That would actually be a cool weekly punishment is if like every you couldn't do it on Friday because of initials. But, you know, maybe one day during the week, the uh, weekly loser had to, at eight o'clock on one of the days just like get on their phone or whatever and go walk around like the top deck of the parking lot or something like that for an <laughs> hour for the last hour of the show or something like that. But yeah. So no, I, but I am fully on board with the suit idea. We just, you know, we need to, uh, need to get, uh, in the right ears for that or, uh, or maybe they've heard it and, uh, just don't want to, uh, <laughs> don't want to go through the extra effort cause they get up early right. enough already. So the only other thing I wanted to add to was I feel like, Obviously, you know, it's kind of about not being the loser and beating the ghost or whatever, not having to do the end of the year punishment. But it's a perfect opportunity to raise the handle. Now, these guys are all about making money. I feel like they should each at least throw in a hundred bucks a piece and the winner gets the pot at the end of the year. Mm, yeah, yeah, that would... Uh... I mean, it would raise the handle by what five, six hundred bucks. Yeah, five hundred bucks. So yeah, that's not. Yeah, it would be. It would definitely be fun to gamble on. I, I don't know that you could get hockey to agree to gamble on it, but <laughs> given the track record uh, and what happened this week, but yeah, no, it's uh, any anything they gamble on. Even the whole the the brilliant idea that one person had on Twitter about uh, giving Mike Grimm a series of you know quotes and then gamble on or different uh, phrases to use and then gamble on which one he'll use. Anything to increase the handle, I am 100% in favor of that's for sure. So, all right. Well, that is the Charge Challenge Punishment for 2021. Uh, two thumbs up from this crew. And, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're excited to see it play out. All right. Well, we're skipping quotes and notes this week because it was a super short week. So we're going to hop right to our locks of the week. Um, not surprisingly, much like last year, you're off to the hot start. I'm off to the trash start at 0-1. Uh, <laughs> you were right about Cleveland plus 6.5, even though their punter freaking dropped the ball. I couldn't believe that. I know. Happened. I almost and lost on, my mind. And on top of it, the idiot tries to run with it. I'm like, why didn't he kick it on the run? College college punters do that all the time where they kind of do that rollout punt kick. And I'm like... What, what? Just punt it. Even if it only goes 15 yards, okay, you gained 15 yards, dude. I'm like, he had the room to do it. I can't believe that. But anywho, uh, <laughs> you uh, you covered with your six and a half there. So you are 1-0. That means you have the tee box, and you get to go with the first lock of the week. All right. Well, there's, there's a lot that I like early in the week, which kind of scares me. Um, but uh, my instincts have been good so far. The one I like the most is oh, okay i'm gonna go with it uh teddy Coverwater. Ooh. the denver broncos minus six at jacksonville that's a teddy big Bridgewater line is amazing against the spread that's a big number for a team that's not very good on the road but i like it denver broncos minus six Oh, boy, that's a big number going into Jacksonville. And that implies that Denver would be 12-point favorites at home versus Jacksonville. I don't know. That's a uh, – wow, that's a uh, <laughs> – that if, is... if it feels right, it's probably wrong. But uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it's the greasiest one of the seven plays I like so far. And uh, and that's, that's what we're going to go with. All right. Well, uh, I, I like the boldness. That is definitely a bold call. And, you know, we talked last week about uh, it's a lock off, but uh, you don't have to worry about a lock off when you're doing that one. Cause I, I would, 
I don't think I would touch that one. I might on a tease. That might be a good one to tease down to just to pick him and take Denver. So I might throw that on a teaser card. Yeah. But you're right about Teddy, man. He's got a good record of covering. So uh, I like the call. I like it. It's bold. Uh, for me, I am running to the Arizona-Minnesota game, and you're probably thinking, oh, he's going to take Arizona minus four. The Vikings are going to get blown out. But there is a big, big trend in the NFL Week 2, and keep it in mind that it's the old flip-flop. There are so many teams that look horrible in Week 1 that come back and easily cover in Week 2, and the the complete opposite is true, too. Teams that look amazing in week one somehow come back to the pack in week two. There's, it, it, it's been uncanny for years how that happens. And, you know, I think people tend to overreact to week one. So I am not taking Arizona minus four. Instead, I'm looking at the total on that game. The total on the game is 51. Uh, both Arizona and Minnesota went over on their week one, week one totals. And really, I mean, you think about it, um, I can't believe it's only 51, to be honest with you. I mean, I realize 51 is a pretty big number, but I'm surprised it's only that. I don't see Minnesota slowing down Kyler Murray at all. I mean, Joe Burrow at times looked like he was picking apart that defense. Uh, we, we have maybe a cornerback, maybe a half a cornerback on this team. Uh, it's, uh, and I, I don't expect Anthony Barr to be back this week either. So I just, I, I, I think the, I think the Cardinals put up a big number. I don't necessarily think the Cardinals win the game though. I mean, you know, I, I, it, it seems pretty obvious that the Vikings would lose this game, but you never know. I mean, I think, I think Zimmer realizes where they're at. And I think this, this is one of those where, you know, the Vikings reach down and, and see what they got. And they have offensive weapons. Um, you know, it's, you know, what schemes can they design to keep away from Chandler Jones and uh, give Kirk enough time to find any of those weapons? So uh, I think this one goes way over. Uh, so I'm doing over 51 on the Vikings Cardinals. I like that a lot. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, if uh, ho- hopefully the offensive line can stand up to Chandler Jones, that was a hell of a five sack performance. How often do you see that? That's Crazy, insane. he is so um, freaking good. For sure. Um, I- I'm gonna I'm gonna run through a couple other things while we're talking NFL. I like I really like Buffalo minus three and a half at Miami. Um, I think Miami's getting a lot of credit for beating a a, a very bad, uh, well maybe up and coming Patriots team. So I I really like Buffalo to bounce back after a, a disappointing loss to Pittsburgh. Yep, perfect uh, reversal game. Right. I like uh, I like Jameis overs. I like New Orleans Carolina over forty five. Did you see Carolina's... that last touchdown he threw? Holy crap! That thing was yeah, airmail. That looked like Cunningham to Moss, man. That was just airmailed. He got him in stride, wide open. Wow. He's the real deal. I'm telling you, he's good. <laughs> and he's not. What I love about him is. You know, yeah, he's going to throw a lot of picks. He's going to make a lot of mistakes, whatever. But he is not afraid to throw it deep. And I, I uh, love, love, especially, you know, for fantasy football or betting on uh, quarterbacks that are not afraid to throw deep. It's it's awesome. And that's what I mean. That's why you love Mahomes, right? Because he's willing to air it out as well. And yeah, <laughs> this, uh, this could be fun to watch. Yes, there is no doubt. Uh, a couple more to run through here. I like San Francisco to bounce back minus three and a half at Philly. I feel like Philly is not very good coming off a win. And San Francisco still, I mean, technically won. Uh, they beat Denver or uh, Detroit or whatever last week. Um, but I feel like the coaching staff there 
is really going to treat that one like a loss almost just because of how bad they collapsed at the end. And I think they come back in a statement way and beat Philly probably by a touchdown or more. Mm-hmm. I like uh, that. I like Dallas. Uh, Dallas and the Los Angeles Chargers over 55 and a half. I feel like that could just be fireworks from both sides. Both teams could score 30 points easily. So um, I don't see much defense in that one. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> Not at I all. Like, I like uh, the Tennessee Titans, Seattle Seahawks under 53 and a half. I don't know. It, it, it's a bounce back spot for Tennessee, but I don't know that Tennessee's going to push Seattle to have to score that much. I, I, I just like that under. And then uh, what I was going to go with for my lock of the week was Kansas City only minus three at Baltimore. I know it's at Baltimore, it's on the road, but Patrick Mahomes in prime time is, uh, or I mean, Patrick Mahomes anytime is is uh, a very good bet, and I like him there. I think that's Monday or Sunday night. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's a tough one, man. Because I, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what kind of groove Baltimore finds with their offense with all their running back injuries and everything, but. Yeah, that's uh, you know the the Chiefs uh, they are one and eight in their last nine games against the spread. They are just not good at covering. They tend to play a lot of games close for whatever reason, and I just I I don't know. I would I would definitely not be on the Chiefs minus three on this one. I don't doesn't that's not to say that I would be taking Baltimore plus the three either. Um, but I, I think this is a really really good line, and uh, the interesting uh, to see. Yeah, what uh, what kind of attack Baltimore comes out with, and just sentimentally, it's hard for me to bet against Baltimore. You know this, so uh, yes, <laughs> they're uh, literally keeping us alive. <laughs> they've been good to me, so uh, yes, I I love Baltimore. So, uh, but yeah, no, that's uh, that'll that'll be an awesome game. I love when um, when KC plays a big time opponent. It is uh, the that Browns game was awesome to watch after the Viking game yeah. on Sunday. And, um, yeah, this one against Baltimore should be awesome in uh, in prime time. So, excellent. All right. Well, <laughs> there you go. Seven locks of the week. So, uh, you're lucky seven there. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll see how you do. You're only getting credit for the Denver minus 6-1 in the, uh, yes. the locks of the week. But uh, we'll, we'll see how the other six fare. And <laughs> who knows? Since I'm driving through Iowa, I will probably have grease on just about every single one of these against my better judgment. So, <laughs> All right. Well, that will do it for this week's show. Uh, we thank you so much for listening. Uh, Dave, where can they find you at in the meantime? Uh, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Power Trip Quotes. And I'm at Power Trip Bets and PT Bets on Instagram. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast. Be sure to give us a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And if you think we're hideous, please lie. We'll be right on